Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Manifestor podcast. I am so excited to have probably one of the most frequented guests on this podcast, back on this podcast, <laughs> Ms. DL Sharon, my business coach since the spring of 2019. We've worked together on and off. She's come on my retreats. I guess coached inside of what is previously known as the five-figure formula, now five-figure freedom. And we, I was in her mastermind and I would imagine that we're going to continue to exchange money back and forth for many years to come. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of her work. I'm always sending my clients to go listen to her podcast, look at her Instagram posts because they are so powerful and life-changing. Even if you don't pay her a single cent, which I encourage you to do, (laughs) I encourage you to like look into her programs, but even if you don't, and you just consumed her gifted content your life will change. So welcome back to the show, DL. It's so funny. You're probably the most frequent guest on my show too. Like <laughs> it's just, it's wild. We've done so many interviews together. It's, it's amazing. And I think like, it's just so cool for people to see that, that journey, that progression. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of journey and progression for those who are new to you, maybe they're new to my podcast as well. Where did you start out? How much money were you making the moment you decided I want to start a business? And then how much money are you making now? Okay. So, and let's put some dates on that too. Yeah. I was just trying to think about it chronologically. So I first learned about the online coaching online business world. I will never forget it. December of 2017. I remember I was actually in network marketing and I was trying to make money on the side because I was a social worker at Duke university and I was just making a whopping $2,500 a month from a salary job. And so if you know anything about salaried work, that means that they can work. They legally, this is the law. It baffles me sometimes, but like, this is the law where they can work you however many hours they want. And that's all they're going to pay you. You can't ever earn anything else. And so um, I was working salaried. I was doing maybe 40, 60 hours a week. I had a three hour round trip commute. I took two buses and a car. My clients call it like the DL like journey. Cause I'm so dramatic with it, but it also felt very dramatic. Like I would be like in the rain with my umbrella, like waiting for the bus. And I just wanted to pay off my student loans. Like I was just really desiring to pay off my student loans. I knew that I couldn't legally make any more money in my job. Like there was no way I can make any more money in my job. So I was like, I gotta have to start my own thing. So I started network marketing and a friend who was in a different network marketing company than me, she sent me this podcast and was the first time I ever listened to a podcast. I was like, what is a podcast? Like, why doesn't it have any video? It's just words. Like, what is this weird thing? She was like, listen to it. They're talking about this thing called coaching and online business. I pushed it off for weeks. And then eventually I listened and I just fell down this rabbit hole of all of these young women. And you don't have to be young and you don't have to identify as a woman either. But the type of world that I fell into was like all of these young women making hundreds of thousands of dollars with their ideas, with their tools, with their healing powers, with their mind. And they were just doing that and it was working. And I was just like, what is this magical world? And then within about a year, 
year and a half, I signed my first client and that was in uh, the winter of 2018. And then all of 2019, I met the beautiful Katie J here with us today. And I've met so many clients and I slowly build up my business. So in 2019, I made maybe 40 or 50 K. And then in 2020, that's when things got interesting. I really solidified my, um, my niche as a business coach, I was doing life coaching. And then all of my life coaching friends were like, how are you making so much money? I was like, Oh, you just do this, that and the third, they're like, yeah, it's not that simple. Like, <laughs> like you, you're doing something that's working and we don't see anybody else doing it. And so I was like, Oh, well, let me teach you the strategy and the mindset around sales. So that's how I pivoted to business and sales coaching. Um, 2020 was interesting. It was still, I was still working my full-time job. We were starting with the pandemic and being sent home to the pandemic helped me a lot. I got a lot of my time and my energy back. And I just remember being in my uh, past apartment, being locked in my little office, like working on my business and having a lot more time to do it. And so in 2020, I made 300K. <laughs> so a jump from like 40, 50 to 300 was major. But I, I take that all into my sales skills and my mindset skills like just bouncing back between those two things. 2021, we did 500K um, and we have crossed the seven figure mark and which is really, really exciting. And this year we're going to do anywhere between eight or 900K in a calendar year, but over a million dollars in a 12 month period. So yeah, pretty exciting. (laughs) Wow. I love you sharing all the numbers. I think it's really helpful for people to conceptualize how when you are getting started, the momentum might seem like it's slow in in what's showing up in your reality, but that all of the energy and love and time and focus and money that you're putting into your business is not lost in the universe, right? It comes back to you maybe the next year or the next year in exponential growth. Um, One thing that I wanted to ask you is when did you hire your first coach? Like at what stage and what you just outlined at what point did you hire your first coach? Oh my gosh. Such a good question. Such a good question. From the beginning, from the beginning, I remember DMing this person on uh, Facebook. It was on Facebook. I saw her in some Facebook groups and I just remember saying, Hey, I just want to pay off my student loans. Like I didn't even have the audacity to like claim, like, I want to quit my job. Can you help me? Like I, I, my belief wasn't even there. And so I just remember saying like, Hey, I want to pay off my student loans. Do you think you can help me? And she did. And I remember the first, it was a four month uh, program. And I remember during those four months, I didn't make a dime. And then I felt this deep, deep uh, calling. I definitely think it was like my intuition speaking to me that I was supposed to sign up for her group. But my logical brain was like, DL, you didn't make any money with her. Like, this is not working. But I, I trust, I really trusted that sense. And so I signed up for her group. A month went in. I will never forget it. A month went in and I didn't make any money still. And I messaged her on Facebook. I don't think I've ever told this story like publicly, but like I messaged her on Facebook and I like fussed her out. I was like, I don't think your programs work. I've spent you, like, I've sent you all this money and, you know, I paid you thousands and thousands of dollars. Da, 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 da. And she just coached my mind. She didn't like 
let me go on and on and on. She wasn't offended or she wasn't like, you know, like she didn't feel disrespected. She was like, it makes total sense why you're saying this. Like, this is a journey. This is a process. It's not like school where you just check off some boxes and then you're on your way. And then literally 30 days after sending her that message, and I took a lot of responsibility. I said, you know what? I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to ask for a refund. I'm going to buckle down and do everything that you say. And I'm going to do all the mindset. She was really, really big into mindset. And she actually is a breathwork facilitator, really big into all of those tools. A lot. She loves journaling. She has a whole thing on journaling. So I buckled down on the mindset a ton. And then 30 days after sending that very nasty message to her, I was able to sign my first client. And then I was able to match my income from Duke that month with my business. And it blew my own mind. I love that so much. So many questions are popping up as you talk. One thing is, have you paid off your student loans? Cause you kept saying that's like why you got started in the first place. And I'm curious where you're at with that. Cause well, you just go ahead and I'm curious. No, flat out. No which is a whole other conversation. So I'll say that. And then you tell me where you want me to take it. Well, because I think that a lot of people, um, go Mm. into business with like one goal. They're like, this is, you know, I just, Mm. I just want to quit my job or I just want to pay off my student loans, but that's not really actually what you want. You want the finance, you want the freedom to choose how you live your life. And if your student loans get paid off in 10 years, 20 years, whatever, they're going to get paid off. But what's really driving you forward is something else. That's a really good point. You're asking all of the the dirt and the tea, Katie, here. I love it. No, I, and I don't think I've ever said this on on a podcast either, but 100%, I think when you quote unquote, do it right. And that's in air quotes, everyone, when you really let entrepreneurship evolve you, when you let entrepreneurship change you, because the transition from becoming a student, then an employee, and then an entrepreneur, it is a journey on not just like how you make money and how you take care of yourself, but really changing how you think. If you really allow entrepreneurship to change how you think, you will change how you think about money as well, about debt as well, about how to handle your finances as well. And so I have just done so much work around my student loans are not a problem. I still have all of the student loans that I started with. I did pay off my credit cards. I did get out of consumer debt. So I don't have any consumer debt, but I still have the exact same student loans. And my, just to share, like my philosophy is like, there's going to be one day where I could pay it off in one click and not even care. Like it's not even going to bother me. And when I get to that point in my life, I will, it won't even matter. Like I'll just move on with my day. Like I'll even forget that I did. I'll go out to lunch and be like, oh yeah, I did pay off all my student loans. Like it won't have a heaviness or shame or um, regret or guilt the way that it does right now. So how can I just release that now? How can I release the shame and the regret and the guilt of the silver of the student loans now without having to pay them off, without having it be a problem? Yeah. And I'm sure you have, I love that by the way. And I'm sure you have so much to say about the financial world and the financial industry because you are getting a certification to become a financial advisor, right? Yes. Yes. Biting the bullet and doing that. Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh, Katie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Again, I ain't going to go on a whole rampage, but I have just found that personal finance does not work for entrepreneurs. That's the cleanest, simplest way that I can, I can describe it. 
paying off debt super aggressively, even investment strategies like it does not work for entrepreneurs. And because if we think about the tenets of all of these financial systems, like the Dave Ramsey system, or even sometimes the things that I'm learning in the certified financial planner license that I'm in right now, it's all from this mindset of your income is fixed. So you need to know how to maximize it. But that's not how entrepreneurs are. Our income is unlimited as entrepreneurs. And so we cannot handle our finances as if they are fixed. And I just kept rubbing up against looking for my own like money coach, looking for my own money conversations that I wanted to be around. And nobody thinks the way that I do about money. That's that's the story of my life. I'll always like, why don't people think this way? (laughs) Right. And I haven't found language or um, things that really resonate with me when it comes to money. So I was like, damn, I'm going to have to do it myself. And so that's what I've been doing. And It's been really exciting seeing the light bulbs go off for so many of my clients. And they're like, oh, this is why this system hasn't been working for me and with me. It's like, yeah, because that system was taught to teach you that, you know, you have to maximize your dollar versus just earn more to create what you want. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've bumped up that against that exact same thing, learning about wealth building, learning about investing and not feeling like they were speaking to me as an entrepreneur because my income isn't fixed and it's not the same every single month either. I mean, it is, it pretty much is within like a 500 to $1,000 range, depending on what I need that month, but it's flexible. Whereas theirs is not, or people who work for a salary is not. And so it's, it is different strategies. So I'm really glad that you're biting the bullet and getting the certification because I will probably one day be sending people your way. If that's something, do you see yourself offering financial advising or, you know, guidance support separate from your business or only into your programs that currently exist? You never say never. I don't know what this, this business of mine, sometimes again, I've been more listening to my business versus listening to myself. So just listening to the direction and the energy in which it's going in. Um, So never say never for right now. I find it really, really helpful. And this is the other part of the conversation. This is sometimes where I get a little fiery. So hang in there with me. Right. But like, this is also like the other part of the personal finance space that infuriates me is like, we talk so much about money management and money control without earning more. So I love to talk about sales and finances together, earning more and then managing the money that you're earning. But I feel like you can't talk about anything with financial wellness, anything with money management. I always say like, you can't talk about personal finance without talking about earning more. The two go hand in hand. So for right now, I really like that within my programs, I teach you how to make money and I'm starting to teach you how to manage it. Awesome. So you have already made some comments and I've made some comments about the universe and stuff about like letting your business guide you and using your intuition about signing up for a program or listening to podcast or whatever it is on a scale of one to 10, how woo are you? If 10 is like super woo woo and a zero or one is like, mm, I like barely believe that there's a higher power. Where are you? Oh my gosh, these questions. I'm just loving them. This is so honest. And I think it's because we've had so many interviews. We're like, yeah, we're just passing by like the regular stuff and getting right to it. This is a good question. 
I feel like people are going to be surprised, but I would say like a seven or an eight. I know I don't come off that way. I 100% get that. And I think, oh, actually, I, I feel some emotion coming up, which is really interesting. Um, and also like the fun part of this conversation is like, I worked with Katie on so many like spiritual things as well. So for me to cry on this podcast interview, it's not going to be nor like, it's not going to be absurd. It'll actually make a lot of sense. Right? It'll make a lot of sense. But I... I'm getting a little emotional because like I have found the reason why I don't like proclaim it as much because a, I'm trying to figure out a lot of things myself and B it's extremely intimate and sacred for me, this practice that I have with God. And I like, when I look at my life and when I look at, um, my business, there is just no way, there's just no way that I will have this business be as successful as I am even learn about it, stumble upon it. If it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for the universe and the divine guiding me, if it wasn't for spirits helping me be here, there's just no way. Like I'm a social worker for crying out loud. I haven't taken one business class a day in my life, but all of the intuitive guidance that I have around entrepreneurship is insane for me, never taking a business class ever. And the way that I pick up on business things, money things like it's just crazy how like fast I am. It's 100% my gift. And the more that I grow this business and the more that I spend time, I'm just realizing that it's just so much bigger than me. Again, I know I don't come off this way, but like, it is so much bigger than me. Like really, I am just one person and people are always like floored by my programs and how well they do. And like, especially if I figure freedom, like all the success there, I'm like, this is just God. This is just the universe working through everybody. Like there's no way I just me alone could be creating what I'm creating right now. Mm, I love that. You, you reminded me so much of my dad and how he talks about his belief in God, because he grew up as a pastor's son in, you know, rural Texas and that's all he's ever known, but it also his strong, strong faith and his strong, strong faith has yielded and manifested an incredible life for him in, in a way where he's like, I, I can't explain how this happened. Like how I went from working, you know, on a, on a farm and a ranch growing up to like being a lawyer and a lobbyist, like for the governor of Texas, you know, like I can't explain to you how that happened. Um, so I really appreciate you sharing that and being vulnerable with us DL. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. So wanted to ask you some questions about being a full-time coach. Cause I'm launching my full-time healer program for light workers, healers, and coaches to replace their nine to five with a healing business of their own. And I'm curious what in your opinion, <laughs> raising the hands in the air. Um, amen. What does it take to be a full-time coach? Like, what does it take for somebody to actually succeed in leaving their job and running their business as a solopreneur, maybe they have like a virtual assistant, a podcast manager, whatever, but it's mainly just them. What does it take? Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to turn it on you because I think, first of all, can we just say full-time healer? 
Oh my gosh. I remember. No, it's you. I remember <laughs> DMing Katie. Like she said it so casually. I think we were talking about like an Instagram live or something. Like you just said it so casually. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the name of the offer. And it's just so freaking good. And I want to turn this back on you and I want to hear what you think. And then I want to bounce off of that because that's been your journey. Mm-hmm. Like that has been your journey through and through. So I would, I would love to hear your perspective. Then I'm going to chime in. Yeah. It's so interesting because we took, you and I took very, two very different routes when it came to launching full-time. I knew as a projector in human design, which I would love to hear your, you have you share your human design as well, but as a projector that if I was splitting my energy between someone else's business and my own business, that I could not have enough left over for my business to get to where I knew it needed to, where I knew it could be. So I basically crunched some numbers, did some math. And at the beginning of 2020, like before COVID really started to take off, this is like January. I think I decided that I knew how to sell. First of all, DL taught me how to sell. (laughs) DL taught me how to sell. And once I knew how to sell a high ticket program, I was comfortable and confident that I could be a full-time healer, that I could do this full-time because once I had someone give me $1,200, $1,500, $2,000 at once, I was like, oh, I'm not even making that much at the juice bar that I'm working at right now, you know? So Once I realized that, and I had enough saved up for three months of living expenses, which at the time I was living in an RV park in my R in an RV that I owned. Um, so my living expenses were very low. I had enough saved up for three months living expenses. And I was like, if I can't figure this out in three months, I'll just go back to my job. Right. So I guess another thing, first thing is knowing how to sell. Second thing is having the safety of knowing that you can always fall back on something else, whether that is a friend or a family member, whether that is a job, whether that is your ability to get another job. And remember, don't be afraid to like wipe floors down in the evening. If it means that that is funding your business and getting you to a place of freedom. Right. I think some people are like, I don't want to go back to, well, what if it means that next year you make triple what you made this year? Right. What if you scaled the way that DL scaled. Right. So I would say those two main things, the safety of knowing that if you fail, the worst case scenario is that you just end up right where you already are. So it's not even that bad of a scenario. And then two, knowing how to market and sell your services in a way that's going to yield high ticket clients, because if you're selling low ticket and you're good at selling low ticket, great, but like it can be exhausting. And the amount of energy that it takes to sell low ticket can also sell high ticket and you get more reward for your efforts. So much is here. I think, I think a lot of people would resonate with what you're sharing too. It's because of knowing how to sell And then also knowing how to sell in your unique way, which I think Katie, you do so beautifully. Right. And I remember years ago at this point, us having conversations around like, but can they afford it? Like your type of people, like, can they afford it? Do spiritual entrepreneurs want this? Like they have a lot of money mindset beliefs within the community and it's learning how to work with all of that and still mastering the skill of sales 100%. And also too, like, 
for you, like it worked to kind of, for a lack of a better word, burn all the boats and just take like a big leap. Like that worked. You're right. Sometimes that doesn't work for other people, but still the same concepts and principles matter. But we still, even though our stories are different, we have the same energy 100% of like, we built out the safety, we learned how to sell. And then there was a little bit of runway that said, okay, like I do have some income coming in. Let's see if I can just maximize on that 100%. So for me, I actually like the exact opposite of Katie. I actually side hustled for two and a half years. And so I kept with my nine to five and my business for two and a half years. It was intense. Sure. Um, and when I look back, I'm like, oh, DL, you thought you had problems then you, you thought you thought you had problems then like you thought it was so big and bad then. Right. But looking back on that, like, I'm so glad I did it the way that I did. I'm so glad, like, I was able to really take my time. I wasn't in a rush. That's one of the principles that I teach. Um, I really, like, cleaned up a lot of things in my business. And I also why I liked having a nine to five was I was able to explore. I tried lots of different offers. I realized what really worked and what didn't. I was able to explore while still having the safety net with a nine to five, even though I was a little tired. Right. And so that really worked well for me. And then when I quit my nine to five, I had a very, well, it wasn't smooth. It was kind of like up, like I had a lot of momentum to scale my business from there. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I do appreciate, I've, I do feel like I have a unique way of selling that, um, attracts my ideal clients. And that's something that I teach too, right? Is that we don't necessarily as business coaches have all of the answers for our clients at all. You know, we have guidance, we have education, we have, we have, experience, but we don't have their nitty gritty answers of like what you need to post and how you need to post it and all those things, because that depends on their clients and their gifts and their human design, which by the way, what is your human design? My human design is I'm a manifesting generator, emotional authority, six, two profile. And how do you integrate that into your business? Oh, I was just talking to my operations manager literally earlier today um, because I remember I'm sharing this example. Then I'll answer your question. I remember like messaging her all this stuff like, yeah, I'm going to have the energy for that. I'm going to have the the time for that. I'm going to have the space for that. And then she was like, I'm going to wait until her waves are done. And then I'm going to ask her that again. And then I was like, please take that off my calendar. I cannot do that. Like, please just eliminate that project. Um, so I think one of my favorite things about human design is it just provided me language on why I am the way that I am. So I'm a manifesting generator. That means I have a lot, a lot of energy and then I need time to rest. And that's literally how I work. I will be super, super passionate about something. And then I also just need some time to like really, really rest. Like we're really loading up on Q1 and Q2 of this year, meaning quarter one, quarter two, the first six months of the year. And then we're taking three months off where I don't have to do anything. And so just learning that just provided a lot of language because I think I made myself wrong for that. I shamed myself. I was like, well, why isn't your energy more consistent? I never was supposed to have consistent energy. I'm not a generator. I'm not supposed to have consistent energy. And so that really worked for me. And also like, um, they say like Manny Jens are like the star of the party. A lot of, um, actresses are manifesting generators. So I have a lot of like 
star energy about me. And I've just learned to play that as I'm selling. Right. And I love to like turn that up when it's appropriate. And so just knowing that about me as well. And also like I'm hella multi-passionate. I have lots of different passions. Again, people are like, why are you getting a certified financial planner like license? Like that's so random. Like all of this like business stuff and you're like putting yourself in this stuffy like class with all these like men, like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, cause I feel like it. That's, that's the, the bone that I'm chewing on today. And six months will be something completely different. I just posted on my Instagram stories, how I think I want to be a health coach next. Who knows? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like who knows? Right. I just want to do it all. And so, um, I have a lot of passions and what I love about entrepreneurship and really running my own business is I'm able to put all of those passions into one place. Like my business, um, I obviously teach sales and that's my bread and butter. And then I have the money component coming in. And now I have a wellness blog that I want to start to help entrepreneurs. Like it would literally be designed for entrepreneurs. And so there's a through line that's really, really important. Like everything makes sense. I'm not like starting 60 million random businesses. I still just have one company, but um, just knowing that I am the way that I am helps when I'm making decisions and it helps to honor myself and not shame myself. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that DL. What about you? I am a six, four projector, spelinic projector. Mm. And so I use that in making business decisions. So my spelinic projector immediately knows if it's a yes or no, like in my gut, in my spleen mm. area. Um, and some human design experts probably listening to this and they're like, well, maybe you're close, you know, <laughs> but this is my <laughs> understanding of it. Um, and then as a projector, I'm not really meant to work more than four hours a day. So I try to keep to that. Um, and I'm now learning how to manage more of a team. I'm pro- upgrading my or promoting my assistant here soon to be an OBM and hiring someone underneath her. So, but yeah. And then even how I show up on Instagram or any sort of social media or my podcast or whatever, the way that it's been taught to me is that a projector is like the lighthouse and you just show up, shine your light and then let the people come to you. I let people DM me first or join my wait list or what have, have you, I need them to opt in. I'm not going to slide into anyone's DMS and, you know, promote anything like that. I'm just going to shine my light, give my gift and let people come to me. So yeah, I think if you are listening to this and you are a business owner or not, either way, you have a human design and you can incorporate it into your life and how you live it. And why I remember when I learned about being a projector and hearing that I was not meant to work eight hours a day, I was like, Thank you. I knew it. I knew it my whole life. I've known it, but I didn't have a, have any words for it, you know? So this is, it was really helpful for me to, to have that kind of awareness. It provides such great language, so much language. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I asked you what it takes to be a full-time coach. What does it take to become a millionaire? Oh my gosh. Um, different skills than a full-time coach. I could tell you that. And I recently became like, we recently crossed over the seven figure mark. So it's still very fresh to me, but a few things, I think million, like when we think about millionaires, I have found that millionaires really are experts in their craft. Like they know 
whatever it is that they're doing, and they're very, very good at it. I think that's something that I really took my time with all of 2021 was just figuring out, okay, how can I teach this in the best way possible? What are the ways that I can coach at the highest level? What are the exact things that people need to do to support them um, throughout their, their time as an entrepreneur while, and I think this is like where I really, really shine, helping the client figure out what they want to do first and always putting that first and not just stuffing people into like my little formula, but figuring out, Hey, if somebody doesn't want to do X, Y, Z, the exact same way, how can I still help them get where they're going while a process is happening in that moment? And so really just creating tools, I think is really important at the million dollar level. That's number one. Number two, Going back to the money conversation, I feel like millionaires are excellent with money management and money mindset because there's just no way that you're able to receive that type of money if you don't have those two things. Like if you're not intimate with money in general, it's going to be very hard to receive that on an energetic level. And I'm really good with understanding my finances. And so I felt like that seven figures just came right to me and it's in the exact way that it was supposed to. The third thing I would say is millionaires are themselves. The more I get into business, the more money that I make, the more crazy that I am. Like I just let it, I let it roam free at this point. (laughs) I just let it roam free. And it goes back to the whole intuition. Like again, like the, the financial planner certification is a really good example. Like people were telling me that I was absolutely crazy for doing that. And they're like, no, 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 just stick to sales. Just do that. I was like, but I'm being lit up like so much to do this right now. And something is calling at me to do this. And so I think like you have to be yourself. You really have to be yourself. You have to be okay with turning people off too. Um, and be okay with not being for everyone. Like I just got a DM about my mastermind from someone and she was comparing my program to another program. And I literally just told her, I said, you don't have to decide you could go to that program. I'm not going to sit here and display my worth for you to make a decision. Like you 100% can go. And she was floored at how I just energetically released her. And it was because I was like, I'm just going to do this my way. I'm going to run my business my way. And I don't have to answer to anyone. Absolutely. And when it comes to, well, actually I have one follow-up question about that without giving names or anything, you said there are people in your life that were telling you not to do this financial education course. Like were they family members? Were they clients? Were they coaches? Like who's telling you not to? There were other colleagues, right? There were other colleagues. One was another money coach. And then she later very openly and vulnerably shared how she felt a little threatened and jealous, like, okay, DL already does sales so well. So she's probably going to do this money thing really, really well too, and put me out of business. And I was like, that, yes, like I understand like 100% like where you're coming from. And like, that actually has nothing to do with me. We were able to have a really open conversation. Like that has everything to do with how you view your work. And so lots of dialogue, but it was mainly people who just wanted to make sure that I wasn't overdoing it, or I wasn't trying to solve problems outside of scope, but this kind of goes back to knowing you and knowing your own unique business. But I was like, my clients are struggling with this though. Like, and this goes back to what I was saying. Like, you have to be really, really good at your craft. I was like, my clients, they make a whole bunch of money with me and then they go 
try to work with another money coach or try to find a money mentor, or they hire a financial planner and they're telling them to do all of these things with their money that literally doesn't make sense, but they have nowhere else to go. And so what do like, what do I do as a business owner? If I see a major need, I'm going to, to fill that. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was more colleagues and peers. Um, my husband could care less. (laughs) Okay. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you don't get to see what I see, but I see DL sleek black outfit, black wall behind you picture of Oprah and other iconic women behind you, black women behind you. And when you and I first started working together in the spring of 2019, you would coach in your robe and maybe your bonnet. I don't think your bonnet. Yeah. Your bonnet too. And I, that, I didn't think twice about that. Like I never once was like, this is so unprofessional. Like I never thought I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is why we are entrepreneurs and working from home, (laughs) you know? And then 2020 hit and everyone's like, actually put clothes on (laughs) um, when you work from home. But um, I'm curious, you know, when you talk about being multi-passionate and all of that. And one of the things that I have seen you evolve in a lot is your style and the design of your whole aesthetic. Can you talk a little bit about that evolution and when should somebody invest in something like branding? Like I think I paid $800 for a branding package that I have now with the colors that I have, the fonts that I have, and I'm trying to be more consistent with using that branding so that I can then outsource those types of processes. Right. Um, but I'm curious about your evolution and when you think a full-time healer coach, et cetera, should invest in upgrading or even starting their branding by paying someone else to do it unless they want to do it themselves. But you know what I'm asking. Katie, these questions, people have never asked me these questions before, but they're such good, relevant questions. Oh my gosh. Well, that was my intention going in is that Mm -hmm. people get people. I want people to walk away from this podcast, getting real value from you because there is so much value in that brain and body of yours. So Anywho, (laughs) it's such a good question. Something that I wish that I learned. So it's so interesting, the bonnet and the robe. I try not to to shame past DL, but, and it's, I think I was just so excited. And also I was so tired from working so much that that I was, that was all that I had the capacity to do. Um, And it's so funny. I'm in contact with a few of those clients still from that program. And they're like, we didn't care either. Like I didn't think twice about it. Like that helped me show up a lot more vulnerably with my clients, 100%. Um, and like right now, like I don't have any makeup on. I typically coach with makeup on now, but I don't have any makeup on. Right. I really, to be honest, we, I don't have any pants on right now either. And so there's still a little bit of that around. Um, when it comes to branding, this is something that I actually worked on a lot with my mentor, Catherine Morrison, and she's a branding queen. And she didn't even know that her secret thing was branding. She was more just helping me with like general business stuff. And then she evolved into being a branding expert. So I kind of was like some of her test clients for a lack of a better word. And so when she would talk about branding, she talked about self-expression and she talked about like, who do you want to be in the industry and who do you want to, um, 
who do you want to become? And so I would think so much about it. And I was like, well, I don't think, you know, million dollar DL is in a robe and bonnet. I just, I think she at least has some tinted moisturizer on and her eyebrows are combed and she looks like somebody paid five figures to, for their support. Right. She, that's what she looks like. Um, and so, a lot of like what people see is like, oh, what designer did you hire? Or like, what thing did you, did you do? A lot of it was intuition. Like my entire office, I designed myself, um, my clothes, I buy myself, how I like the photo, the majority of my photo shoots, I plan myself. Um, and I was just thinking about the type of vision that I wanted to capture. And so I think a lot of it is 100% intuitive and you're thinking about your future self when to do this. I definitely think you have to know who you are in the industry first. So little baby DL that was just swimming around for two and a half years while working her nine to five job, she had no clue who she was supposed to be in the industry. She had no idea what she wanted to be known for or how she wanted to be communicated. She was just trying to make money. Um, and so I definitely kissed a lot of frogs, like trying to find my logo, trying to find like the type of aesthetic, like it was a little difficult and it was never the designer. It was always me. Like I wasn't ready to actually pick how I wanted to be communicated because I didn't even know. So I always say, um, and I, you know, we talked about this inside of the mastermind, like get over the 250k mark like around 250 i was like okay this is kind of what i want to do these are the type of people i'm consistently attracting these are the offers and the promises and the ways that i'm helping people um the most like that's when i also kind of figured out that sales was kind of my thing like i'm really good at money and so it's like okay how do i want to communicate money how do i want to communicate money as a woman of color da, 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 da. so that's what i would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so once you have exceeded $250,000 in your business in one year or a lifetime is when you should think about branding i would say a year in a year so yeah like you're going to have to be making a lot of money but yeah and I had janky branding all the way up until that. You did not have janky branding. I remember your branding like being peach and teal at one point. And I remember mm-hmm. it being maroon and maybe goldish mm-hmm. at another point. But that's it. You know, it's like, I feel like with, go ahead. Right. Yes. No, 100%. Like I picked an aesthetic. I picked some colors and I went with it. When I say janky is like, it's not nearly as up-leveled as what my branding is right now. And I have like, I've also paid for the up-level. I've spent multiple five figures on like from photo shoots to designers now. Um, so that's what I'm more meant by janky, but 100%, I had a logo. I worked with what I had. That's a better way of saying that. Do you think that people need that to get from 250,000 to a million? This is a really good question. People are going to spin out, but the answer, I think a little bit is yes. I think aesthetic and energy matter. So, and this kind of gets into like a new framework. Again, I'm just sharing so many, like never before seen things here. Just Katie's people get, they get it all. Yeah. It's like a new framework that I've been thinking of. Like really when you're first starting out in your business, you're selling one-on-one, you're selling on sales calls, your people are reaching out to you. Like it's you and like your FaceTime or like your voice 
communicating the sale. Mm -hmm. When you get to the 250, you're doing that, but a little bit less. So you need things that are going to fill in that gap, right? So this is where messaging becomes a little bit tighter. Like we focus a lot on the mastermind about messaging. This is where copy and content get a little bit tighter because it can't just be you doing all the selling. You need tools to help you with that. But then above that, when you already have the messaging, when you already have the tools, when you already have a little bit of you as well, what pushes the message out even more is the, the photos and the videos and the aesthetic and the feel, right? Because somebody can't have a full-blown conversation with me in order to you know buy five-figure freedom, my photos have to do the selling for me. The energy has to do the selling for me. All of those things have to do the selling on my behalf because it's not scalable for me to sit and have hundreds and hundreds of sales conversations a day. Yeah. This is some high-level stuff, y'all. It's good though. It's, it's so, so good. I, and I just, again, we just got here and I just had this massive realization that I just shared with you in February. I just realized this. Amazing. Which is why yeah. you will continue to be on my podcast because you're going to keep realizing things. <laughs> a lot. This, this brain concocts a lot of things, but yeah. 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 So DL, where can people go to learn about you and how can they work with you? Absolutely. And so you can go follow me several different places. Two main places would be my Instagram. You can follow me at DL Sharon. And then you can go to my podcast, which is Black Bank to Booked Out and listen to the several conversations I've had with Katie as well. And then if you want just a taste of what it's like to work with me, get on my email list. You can download my free sales training if you go to dlsharon.com slash free dash training and a whole hour long training where I'm teaching all my sales strategies will be delivered to your inbox. Oh, snap. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. We'll make sure to link that in both the description and in the show notes for this episode. So thank you for sharing that. And you've mentioned five figure freedom. You've mentioned the mastermind that you have, but you also have another something new that is, well, yeah, that's launching that has launched and is happening this year emancipation. <laughs> so that is actually a client event. And okay. so you have to be a part of five figure freedom and six figure liberation mastermind to be a part of that. And so that's not public. Like that's not a front facing thing. If you become one of my clients, you'll get an invitation to come to us, come with us to the event. But yes, I have two programs. I have a program called five figure freedom, where we teach online coaches how to double their investment and create five figures, even if it's on part-time hours, even if you have a nine to five job. And then we also have have a program called six figure liberation, which is a six month mastermind where we teach coaches how to have a six and multiple six figure business after they've already reached full-time income. So those are my two offers. And Katie, what about your offer coming up? Well, I just want to first off say that I love five figure freedom. I think it is such a powerful, impactful and transformational program. Several of my clients have joined as well, and they all love it too. So Thank you for making that offering so accessible to people out there that are looking for this kind of work. So thank you. My offerings. Oh gosh. Thank you, DL. <laughs> My offering. I am opening a group mentorship program. It's a year long program. We meet for 36 meetings um, with 
also monthly workshops as well. And this program is called Full-Time Healer. It's meant for light workers, healers, and coaches that are ready to replace their nine to five with a healing business of their own. And I'm really excited to work with this group for all four seasons and be really intentional about setting them up with the process they need to launch into being a full-time healer. So that's, that's coming up too. So you can hop on my wait list. We'll drop those links in the show notes in the description as well. (laughs) It's just so good. And I just want to say for the audience, like I have seen Katie just absolutely grow. We always talk about selling a course for $44. (laughs) That's when I met Katie. She was legit selling a course for $44. And I, that's always like our thing, because I just remember, I remember that Instagram story and I was just like, this woman has so much more to give to the world than a $44 course. Like you just do. And so just to see you, where you are right now, being a six figure earner, living your dream, like full out doing everything the Katie way is just so special. And you have so many tools that I have benefited from, from breathwork to all of your spiritual practices. I absolutely loved going on the ease retreat. I'm going on it next year as well. And so I just also value your work tremendously, Katie, like you're changing so many lives and just being an example of what's possible for the healing community as well. It's like, you don't have to be like a stuffy business coach like me, like you can do things your own way. And I think like, it's just, it's just amazing. And it's just been an honor seeing how you've been able to grow. It's so fun. So, so fun. It is fun to look back and remember that $44 course. And I remember telling you, I don't, think I can get paid to be a healer. Like, I remember saying that to you that I don't think that that is something that I'm comfortable identifying as, (laughs) and it's taken a few years, but finally gotten to that point. And that's, you know, I'm, I would not be here if it were not for DL. I think a lot of people, I see a lot of people bouncing between coaches, like business coaches or any type of coaches, um, in that same column of your life, what you're looking for support. And so like bouncing between business coaches or like bouncing between life coaches. And I have stayed with the exact same spiritual mentor and the exact same business coach since I got started. I've added people to that team. I've added financial coaches. And now given your direction, I finally added a bookkeeper too, which is really exciting. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So I would not be here if it were not for you DL. So Thank you, because the ripple effect is now that I get to teach people how to be coaches, healers, light workers in this specific niche that I serve. And that's amazing that more people are now being able to access financial freedom, being in control of their lives and of their schedules and of their ability to call in more money um, outside of the system. It's amazing. The work that we're doing is changing the world. It's just changing the world. Yeah, it really is. It really is. One sales call at a time. One sales call at a time. I love that. Or funnel, you know, or funnel. Oh my gosh. Or a funnel. Yes, 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 yes. We'll have to talk funnels next time. Yes, we can. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. You provided so much value for the Manifestor audience. So thank you. I appreciate you and love you so much. I love you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a good one. You too.